This week on Minnesota Native News, efforts are underway across the Americas to bring back Native languages. This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. Emma Needham has two stories of Ojibwe language revitalization in Minnesota. Leslie Harper is a member of the Leech Lake Band of Ojibwe and has worked in language revitalization efforts on both a local and national level for the past 25 years. Leslie helped to create an Ojibwe immersion school in the Leech Lake community in the early 2000s. Her community brainstormed and came up with an approach to bring back the language and culture together. We started planning what would a school look like in our community. What does education mean to us as Ojibwe people? What we proposed was providing education through the medium of Ojibwe language, all subjects being taught in Ojibwe language instead of English. Leslie Harper is now president of a volunteer organization called the National Coalition of Native American Language Schools and Programs. When I took Ojibwe courses last year, Mimigwese Sutherland was my teacher. He teaches Ojibwe language courses and leads language tables a few nights a week via Zoom for the Minneapolis American Indian Center. How I learned Ojibwe is uh, when I was a kid, I was a fluent speaker. Back then, I had to learn English and French when I was a kid in schools. So slowly over time, because uh, I grew up speaking Ojibwe and uh, living the old Ojibwe lifestyle, when I saw English speakers, I, I really envied them. I kind of left behind my uh, the Ojibwe language and the Ojibwe teachings and how I live, how I grew up. I wanted to be like everybody else, like English speaking. Mamigwese was in his late teens when he realized he could no longer reply back to his mother. That's when he went to college to relearn Ojibwe. So sometimes I, I kind of like, I'll, I'll stay away from like Ojibwe language and culture stuff once in a while, but that, 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 that's, that's there in me because of the uh, racism I experienced growing up. So sometimes it's a battle to like to get past that. Teaching Ojibwe language is not what Mimigoise set out to do, but he believes that his experience, teachings, and conversations with people around him led him to that path. Language and culture teachings often come from elders. As elders pass on, it impairs a community's cultural and language capacity. This is Leslie Harper again. We've been at a critical need, and we said this 20 years ago, right, that we have a critical need to revitalize our language because we have, you know, a few hundred people. For me, here at Leech Lake, uh, 20 years ago, we were able to say we have, you know, a couple hundred speakers, and that was a feeling of critical need and critical loss to us. Mamigoise Sutherland explained that his experience is that language revitalization is both getting better and worse at the same time. Because of Zoom, we can connect with elders now over long distances because before, in order, if you wanted to see an elder, you have to go to their place. But nowadays, because of Zoom, you can just like hit them up like this and then just be in a meeting. Mamigoise says that our ancestors and ceremonies are exactly the reason why people should speak Ojibwe and that our ancestors are already ahead of us. Well, yeah, the reason why it's important to speak Ojibwe to them because that's, that's who you're talking to. You're talking to our ancestors. Some people were afraid of uh, what's going to happen to the future when the elders pass on. You know, like everybody thinks all the culture is going to die off. But then we were told that the original teachers are the spirits. And they said in the future, when the younger generation brings back the language, 
that are also going to bring back the spirits, and the spirits are going to teach them. Both the U.S. House and Senate are considering new bills that would establish a National Native American Language Resource Center to honor Congress's obligation to tribes and indigenous communities to protect and promote original languages. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Emma Needham. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.